everything is awesome everything is cool when you're part of the team dude, dude, dude what are you doing i don't know cue the jingle this is our new no that's our new jingle no cue the jingle okay well you know what time it is time for another train wreck welcome to not another baptist podcast a podcast exploring church revitalization church planting and other southern baptist goodies for your ear holes i'm matt hensley pastor of may hill baptist in well may hill new mexico i'm kyle bierman pastor of first baptist church in alamogordo and we're both pastoring fantastic churches in southern new mexico wading through the waters of church revitalization and trying not to drown well you ain't gonna drown in alamogordo that's for sure that, but we're that grateful is, that is true we're grateful for our partnership with the christian standard bible and are oh so humbly proud to be the official podcast of the word of god after the show we encourage you to visit csbible.com to learn more about a translation that is faithful and true with an aim to blend accuracy and readability in the best way possible yeah, that's right. I love it. Uh, my folks love it. And my mom really loves my uh, I love the CSB tattoo on my arm. Uh, <laughs> and, anyway, today we have a very special guest as we continue to march to the SBC annual meeting in Dallas, which begins as we're recording this two weeks from today. Uh, and today we have none other than the one, the only Wiley wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. We're joined today by Todd, and I'm going to try my best to get this right. Todd Unzicker. Is that at all close? That's perfect. Just like it's spelled. Okay. Todd Unzicker, the close, the, the pastor of Sending at the Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, whose tagline on the Twitters reads, follower of one, husband of one, dad of three, sender of many at Summit. I can dig that. I can dig that, brother, but it's no follower of Jesus, husband of Rebecca, daddy of four princesses, pastor of Mayhill Baptist, grad of Swibbits, and co-host of NAB podcast, McRib is Bay. Oh, man. for Yeah, what can top the love of McRibs? I, I miss, I mean, we're only like, uh, let's see, this is May. So we're only like four months away from the return of the McRib. I have a countdown going. Amen. It's awesome. <laughs> well, enough with all that. Todd, let's start with the important stuff. What is the biblical position on liver mush? Well, I, uh, first of all, it's great to be with you guys. I have enjoyed your podcast for some time now. Thanks, man. And, uh, it is uh, quite, quite an honor to be here with you guys. I, uh, I don't need a biblical position on liver mush because you'll be glad to know that I come from a long line of cookers and eaters of liver mush. Uh, when I was a little kid, my great grandparents, one set of them I knew, and they were from uh, East Tennessee, Western North Carolina, which I believe is the birthplace of liver mush uh, as far as I'm concerned, and except we called it Scrapple. And uh, I can remember eating that when I was a kid. And so I don't need a biblical position on this. This is uh, part of my DNA, uh, if you will. Well, now I am very glad that we officially endorsed Wiley Drake for the president <laughs> of the Baptist <laughs> Convention. With that kind of heresy running amok at the summit, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm probably the only one at, this, at the summit that has had uh, liver mush, but. I was gonna say, I, when, when we had JD on, I don't think he knew what it was. He, he, he yeah. said he, he wasn't quite sure what it was, but. You're cultured for that, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I'm really a I'm really a metro redneck. You know, I mean, I I, I live in a metro area, but my heart is in the country. So. I, I understand. Well, tell us about that family of yours. I said you were the husband of one and the dad of three. Tell us about that family. Yep. So I, uh, I have three kids. Uh, my wife and I, Ashley, we have three kids, uh, uh, Georgia, JD and Trey seven, six and three. Um, and no matter what my pastor tells you, we did not name our second child. <laughs> we have a birth certificate to prove that he was named uh, six months before we even moved to North Carolina or knew I'd be <laughs> Um, and, uh, but my, my greatest, uh, my greatest gift is my wife, Ashley. Uh, we met actually overseas and, uh, when she came on a short-term mission trip, I always tell everybody, um, you never know what will happen when you go on a mission trip. Um, but she came on a one week mission trip. I was living in central America and we met, got married six months later. And, um, man, she is awesome. Uh, when I go places, I'm really known as Ashley Unzicker's husband. she's got this youtube channel and uh she's got you know i don't know one video alone has like a million and a half hits and um and so she's certainly known uh not just in baptist circles but uh she was on college game day on espn for one of her shows and uh she is weird al yankovic of the 21st century just a mom of three (laughs) that's awesome that is a very apt description i mean that that's awesome man (laughs) Yeah. I, I need her to work on my uh, YouTube because like all, all of mine gets uh, two hits. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, she is great. She is, she's, she's, she's a lot of fun and uh, she'll be with me in Dallas in a couple of weeks. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right, Todd. So, so tell us exactly what you do as the pastor of sending there at the summit. Yeah. Well, more importantly than saying my last name correctly, you want to make sure you get the title correctly. Pastor Did we get it wrong again? No, you want to say sending. Make sure you pronounce that D. Oh, sending. You know, it's not pastor <laughs> sending, um, but the pastor of sending. Um, so you know, we we like to say we are sending church at the summit, and uh, our sending team is our comprised think Acts one eight of our local team, our North American team, and our international team, along with mobilization, short term stuff. And so I have the the privilege. I mean, the greatest job in the world that I get to oversee. Um, for great uh, ministry teams, um, uh, local North American international and mobilization. And so I'm the sending pastor of hopefully what is ascending church. And uh, my role is to make sure that sending is not just a department of the summit, but sending is the heartbeat of the summit. Mm-hmm. That Every pastor at the summit is a missions pastor because our God is ascending God. And so fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ are going to be sent ones, whether that's across the street or um, across the globe. Cool. Awesome. And that's that's a really good transition into why you are here today. And not just to boost your credibility in the Southern Baptist uh, Convention, because you are, after all, on the uh, Not Another Baptist podcast, and we will do nothing to help your credibility. Uh, but as we inch ever closer to Dallas, in, in fact, I'll be headed that way a uh, little early uh, next week, I guess, to make a vacation out of it. There's a little something up your sleeve for pastors like us that want to to be senders, I, I threw in the D there just to be sure, senders of many, uh, as you say in your bio. Talk to us about this senders deal that you're part of putting together at the annual meeting. Yeah, there was a there was a group of us, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, um, it, uh, Pastor JD was a nominee to be president of the convention, as most people who 
if you're going to listen to this podcast, you probably know about that in St. Louis. And one of the things that I learned was there are so many different groups that um, have meetings or fellowships or receptions or late nights or breakfasts or whatever at the, at the Southern Baptist Convention. And it dawned on me that there was not a gathering for um, missions pastors, local outreach pastors, church planning pastors, um, those who would be actually sending, um, you know, uh, where they work. And so I contacted the executive committee. I said, has that ever existed before? And they said, no. And I thought, well, if there was any group of pastors that collaborates more, that meets together more um, than this type of pastor, I'm not sure what it is. And so um, several of us, uh, Scott Harris at Brentwood Baptist and outside of Nashville and Ricky Wheeler at Johnson Ferry outside of Atlanta, we kind of got together. And last year, totally uh, organically, we got together for coffee and dessert one night after the IMB dinner. Um, with zero advertising, we had um, 68 people show up um, and everybody said, man, why is there not this group um, coming together? If the Southern Baptist Convention, if its purpose is to come together for the proclamation and demonstration of the gospel uh, with church planning and missions, then those who are practitioners in those local churches ought to gather for that. And so um, the executive committee was fantastic. They said, hey, we'd love to you know, talk about that, put that as an, uh, as an event this year, an official event. And so this will be the first official ever gathering of those practitioners, those pastors who are doing local North American international missions, church planning, um, and those who just have a passion for it. We got a lot of uh, lead pastors who say, you know what? Um, we want to be a sending church. Um, and so come and be a part of that. So we'll gather on Monday night right after the IMB dinner for dessert. It'll be kind of an open house. People come and go. Um, uh, IMB President David Platt, uh, North American President uh, Kevin Ezell, um, the President Steve Gaines will be stopping by along with Ashley Clayton, who heads up the CP at the executive committee um, to kind of greet. And then what we'll have coming out of that was some dates on the calendar for um, maybe some WebEx calls where all the local guys can get together or maybe the North American guys can get together to start seeing some real collaboration. How can we really advance the kingdom um, working together? Um, that's uh, that's the goal of this. And uh, we'll also have a big workshop uh, either in New Orleans or Miami sometime in January. So we'll be talking about that. Um, SBC senders, uh, it's going to be an awesome night. Uh, um, we just uh, want folks to start getting together and start working together, partner for the gospel. Awesome. And so just to just to make sure that our folks are doubly sure, that is on Monday night, uh, June the 11th, right after the IMB dinner. Do you have a room at the uh, K. Bailey Hutchison? Right we, do. we do. And you can find that at the uh, the SBC app or you can okay. go on Twitter at SBC Senders. Okay. Uh, you can go and check that out. There's an RSVP. Go ahead. Uh, there's been a last check uh, last week, about 120 have already RSVP for that. Awesome. And so um, we're looking forward to a great, a great night. Hold, hold, up, hold, hold up. Stop, Kyle. Stop. I, I need to make sure because I signed up for this. And uh, dur during that day, I don't know if I'm going to have a chance to have a waffle because I'll be there all day. Is there going to be waffles <laughs> at this thing? Um, you know, where I come from, waffles are for breakfast, Matt. <laughs> I, I ate them all day long. Well, then you, then you and Ashley on Zicker will get along well. She's kind of like, <laughs> you know, she wants a waffle with lots of chocolate and, and whipped cream on top. Amen. Amen. That's what were you going to say, Kyle? Oh, I was just say, Matt and I both have, have signed up for this and count us as the um, lead pastors or, or in, in our cases, only pastors sure. and uh, who are, um, who are very interested in, in churches that have not, 
um, been senders a, a whole lot up to this point, but we're we're very interested in getting our churches involved in that. And so I'm man, I'm stoked to just come and hang out with with guys who have been there, who've done that, and who want to help uh, pastors like us all over the country and really all over the world be senders. Um, all right, so so maybe maybe we need to give you a spoiler alert before you answer this, uh, so th- so that people will still come to the session. But what would you say are some of the main ways that the summit developed this this DNA of being ascending, ascending church, having ascending culture? Yeah, well, that's a great question. So you know, we there's an old phrase by Peter Drucker that says that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Yeah. Um, you know, we. Um, we just believe that if folks, people ask me all the time, Todd, how can we be ascending church? And um, so much more important than strategy. I mean, strategy important. We want to have systems and processes in place. But do we have a culture? And that really, I'm glad you guys are coming to the sender's reception because um, this really starts with the lead pastor. Uh, I will let your podcast listeners know I have the easiest job in America. <laughs> because Pastor J.D. Greer wakes up thinking about sending all the time. And so I don't have to get him to get on board with missions. I don't have to get him on board with church planning. Um, that is what um, uh, he feels is his calling, that he was a missionary overseas. And the only reason that he came back to the States was that he was going to send more than he could ever do by himself. And so my, my, my goal is to come through that. So, you know, some, some little small things that I think uh, churches could start actually this weekend uh, adopting. Uh, uh, Matt already mentioned one of them, and that is, you know, we end our services with you are sent. What we do is what we call a missional blessing at the end. And, and you know, we, we give some scripture, a scriptural charge as people are leaving, um, you know, that the Lord would keep you and bless you. And, and to remember that whether you go to your dorms or to your places of work or to your neighborhoods, um, that you go as an ambassador of Christ. So someone, as you go, um, go in the power of the Holy Spirit with the gospel proclaiming on your lips and demonstrating to life, Summit Church, you are sent. And whatever your church, Mayhill Baptist, you are sent. That people will get to see that that missions and church planning isn't for like the SEAL Team Six of Christianity. That it is not some you know special uh, assignment for for a brave few, but it's a gospel mandate for all to live mm-hmm. sent. And so that's one of the things we want to do. Um, little things that you know, I, I baptized, had the honor of baptizing this awesome couple this past weekend. That by the way, they came to Summit on Easter Sunday for the first time because their co-workers invited them. Wow. Professed Christ came to, came forward at the invitation at that service. They've now gone through our new membership class. They're already serving and they, they got baptized this weekend. And I asked each of them, I said, do you believe that Jesus did everything necessary to save you? So, you know, they, do they believe, do they repent? Um, and then second, are you willing to go anywhere he sends you? And are you willing to do anything he asks you to do? And so that's that lordship. And I mean, when we talk about the lordship of Christ, isn't it doing whatever he asks us? And we know that he's called us to be sent ones, whether that is across the street, across the ocean. And so we build that in even to our baptism. We build that into Lord's Supper, all of our ministries, um, how we do um, how we do our kids spacing is all of our kids theming is based like an airport hangar. And so um, my little seven, six and three year old, uh, Georgia, J.D. and Trey, I pray that they will trust Christ as their savior and receive receive him. They they haven't yet, to my knowledge, um, but they know what a sent one is, because when they leave their kids facing every day, they see a big sign that says you are sent. And uh, even their classrooms are gate four and gate five, because um, we know that if we're going to be at the summit, then, then we're going to live sent. 
I, I'm going to ask a question that's not on the that's not on our our, our pre list here. Um, how long did it take to to build that culture at the the summit? Um, well, I, I would just go ahead and tell you right off the end. I've only been here almost seven years, and so I stepped into it. Okay. Um, I served actually as a director of missions uh, for a Baptist association before coming to summit. Um, and so I've seen a gamut of some of Southern Baptist life, but, uh, uh, you know, I would say it was when pastor JD first came to the summit and he would actually tell you that Dr. Keith idol, um, who was head of missions at Southeastern and then went to Southwestern. He was the interim before JD and, and he gives Dr. Idle lots of credit that Dr. Idle was always plugging missions and church planning before JD stepped in. And of course, JD came in in January, um, the, the church was known as Homestead Heights Baptist Church at the time, church that had been about a thousand and it dwindled down to just a, just a two or three hundred. Um, Pastor J.D. came in in January and said, this Easter, we want to see a thousand people back in the pews. And that wow. seemed like this, this God-sized vision. And um, he started, um, by God's grace, the Holy Spirit started bringing him and they had just over a thousand people three months later. Um, you know, at that Easter and many of those who first came were college students. Uh, he tells the story that uh, they went from 300 to a thousand people and the offering actually dropped by $68. <laughs> um, um, but it, what's really neat is I think about our, our executive leadership team. I'm one of the, the newer guys, if you will, um, um, who's been here, but that executive team was there at the beginning. And many of them were college students at the time that came to faith and have come up through the system. And so um, I would say it's just part of our DNA going all the way back to this church was planted by Sam James. If Sam James is familiar to you, uh, that's the training center at the, with the IMB is named after him. Uh, oh, okay. He was married in Vietnam for 35 years and he got delayed by one year and was, was stuck in Durham. And during that year, he planted a church known as Homestead Heights Baptist Church. So the great missionary, IMB missionary, Sam James likes to say that his side project was planting a little church known as the Summit Church today. Cool. Awesome. Uh, all right. So, Todd, as we get ready to wrap things up here, um, we are, like I said, just in the last two weeks before the SBC annual meeting. Uh, so if you could give our listeners just a final word for, for J.D. Greer before we cast our ballots, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, good luck. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would say that... Um, you know, I, there's a lot I could say. I, I, I don't want to turn this into a campaign speech or be even a false accused of that because that's not, as you know, that's not why I came with you guys. But I, I, I would just say this is, uh, you know, Pastor J.D. is, um, you know, he is Southern Baptist. Uh, he is really the product of all of those faithful men and women that fought um, so bravely um, and suffered during the conservative resurgence. Um, hopefully was to be done for churches like uh, pastors like Pastor JD, um, for you guys, for me. Um, and he is the byproduct of that, a man that believes in the inerrancy of God's word um, um, and stands on that. Um, someone who um, believes that the gospel should be above all things and what unites us, who stands under the umbrella of the Baptist faith and message and um, wants to see missionaries go to the ends of the earth. I mean, guys, if what we believe about scripture is true, then that means our greatest days are ahead of us, not behind us. 
And I love church history and I love what God has done in the past. But I sometimes wonder, does our God tire of us always looking to the good old days or in the past? Um, what God is going to do in the future is he is going to um, bring people from every tribe, tongue and people and nation. And with the mobility of the Internet and travel today, um, why not in our generation? And um, that's the heartbeat of Pastor J.D. Greer is to see that happen uh, for all people. And, um, you know, I think that's exciting for the days ahead. Awesome. I think that is code for a uh, vote for Wiley Drake, right? We <laughs> <laughs> lost to Wiley Drake before. Yes, he, he did. Uh, but let, no. we, we do. But, but let me just say, I, I am grateful uh, for your friendship, uh, your encouragement, especially over the last few weeks. After week upon week, uh, bad news with article after article hitting the, the internets about our convention, the near daily word from you about what God is up to in, in your life and in the life of the summit is a reminder of what God is doing through the next uh, generation and the generations uh, to come. And, and so I'm grateful that you're here. Uh, I just want to say it publicly. I'm grateful uh, for your friendship. And uh, with that sappiness out of my mouth, it's time for us to hop off the train. So thanks for taking the time to listen in today. And if you haven't, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. And if you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review so that we can keep these coming to your ear holes. You can visit us online at www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. Send us out, KB. Well, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. You did it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud. It. Thank you, Todd. Thank right, you, thanks, guys. Todd. Great to be with you guys.